0: This is Pipe Bomb Metallic, featuring your hosts, Karasu B. Muhammad and Ricky Litwinkowicz, live on MileHighRadio.com. What is up, everybody? It is another edition of Pipe Bomb Metallic featuring my co-host, Karasu B. Muhammad, on the other side. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? So yeah. this this particular episode this week on milehighradio.com is part of a two-point series where, and I said point because there's a lot of points to this whole genre that we're putting up for this, uh, this episode. Yep, pretty much. Now- in my opinion, what makes Any type of music Whether it be all the genres Hair metal, goth metal Death metal Regular heavy metal Has to be the guitarist
1: Yeah, of course, always the guitarist, the solos The rhythm, everything, you know Solos, I mean, don't get me wrong Like, Even, even some songs don't have Guitar solos, but at the end of the day guitar, The guitar is what makes the, the whole song of, of metal, I mean, that's the purpose. You can't have a metal song without guitar. But then again, you have one band that can do that, that's done it before, which is Death uh, From Above, but they're not metal. They're like a, like a rock type band. But at the end of the day, uh, guitars, 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 that's it.
0: So this particular two-part series is going to be what we call the shred list. Now this list here, I, I, I've been working on this for about a week now, and I got to tell you, the list is unlimited. And I mean unlimited because there are so many great guitarists over the course of time. And on my list right now is about 20 different shred guitarists. So I'm going to really start out with probably a lot of people rated this guy low. I didn't rate him low at all. Uh, Out of the 20, he's going to be our leadoff guy for the episode. It just so happens to be Marty Friedman of Megadeth.
1: Oh, he's a good guitarist. He's a good guitarist.
0: And I'm going to tell you right now, like uh, on this show, we will play some of the same bands more than once, but it only goes to show where like certain bands are on the cream of the crop of metal. And Megadeth has been played already four times on all the episodes that we have done. But again, you can't beat the dead horse when saying that they're up there.
1: I mean, Mustaine is another good guitarist, too. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, Marty Friedman is, too, but, you know, Mustaine is also good. But, I mean, hey, he tried out for Metallica. You, you got to get the devil his due on that one.
0: So here is Megadeth doing Hangar 18 with an ultimate shred from Marty Friedman.
1: Guitar Hero! Scan reports! law! Level
2: Hangar.
0: Damn it! Damn it! That song never fucking gets old. It Yo. never fucking gets old. Yo!
1: Oh my god! Yo! I was waiting for the whole solo. Remember? Yo! Remember Guitar Hero Two? That song was a bitch to beat, but I got through on hard. I got through it on that because that solo was fucking that. That was the like one of the best. That that was one of my favorite um that De- um Mega Death songs right there because the solo was just fucking ridiculous. I love that solo.
0: Damn it! Well, the, the the notches get kicked up a little bit with this next artist. Now, a, a little bit of the research that I did with this next artist, Paul Gilbert, originally was in a band called Racer X. This He's is... He's underrated, man.
1: He's underrated. He's a very good guitarist, too.
0: He is metal from back in the early to mid-80s with this. Mm-hmm. However, did go into more of an acoustic career a little bit later on with a band called Mr. Big. Uh, that's, that band really never went very far. I think they had two hits in their entire band career. And to top that all off, uh, he's been uh, been running with, with Joe Satriani, who's the artist after him, uh, doing a thing called E3 or I think G3, where it's a whole bunch of the guitarists that get together and do things. But this one in particular here uh, is Paul Gilbert, The band is called Racer X, and the song is called Street Lethal. was racer x a fucking amazing track it was nice it was nice i liked it It was it was interesting but you know what though like the guitar solos back in like the 80s and 90s were not exactly like an exaggerated type uh solo so you just got basically uh little snips here or there and racer x is i have to say i may actually check out the band a little bit more because again i mean paul gilbert is an amazing guitarist yeah he is he is he is he's,
1: he's underrated though man it was just kind of fucked up like you know i've i've seen a lot of his youtube videos he explains a lot of um like he teaches guitar also which is interesting
0: well the next guy up and i mentioned him right before that last track uh joe satriani he's a ah it's another good one matter of fact if i'm not mistaken wasn't he um the one that taught kurt hammett he is one of the ones that taught Kurt Hammett and he taught one of the other guitarists on this later on this show later on and that gentleman is is phenomenal as well but Satriani uh, is also running that G3 tour where a lot of the famous guitarists all get together and they just play like kind of live solos on stage which is amazing a whole bunch of different guitar, guitar riffs. And this one here is actually one of the ones live from the G3. So, mm. a live shred guitar by Joe Satriani. Oh, oh yeah.
1: That was amazing. That was fucking amazing. Like his guitar like th- his his guitar playing will never get old, will never go stale. Joe Satriani, top guitarist. Well, top 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 guitarist.
0: It's kind of funny though because I was when I was researching the Joe Satriani uh track that I was going to play for the show. Mm-hmm. I did not know he formed a super rock band called Chickenfoot. Uh it had uh the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers it had uh the one of the lead singers from Van Halen and i try i'm trying to remember the the bassist but chickenfoot was an actually pretty awesome band formed back in 2008 i don't believe that they're not uh collaborating still but mm. for them that's like an all-star cast right there so right. I, i'm really not going to you know, like front on that but that's hard rock oh yeah this next guitarist however did have a really, really awesome music career. However, it did take a turn for the worst. Not really cool with this uh, because he actually did get ALS. Mm. That would happen to be Jason Becker. Uh, he also did mix up with uh, Joe Satriani and Marty Friedman earlier in his career. Did have a so I think it was like two solo albums, and then did get start to... Get sick, which kind of did suck. Uh in my That's opinion, sad. I think Jason Becker is probably one of the best guitarists on this list. Oh uh, well, here he is. It's here. it's Jason Becker off of his solo album Perpetual Burn, the song Altitudes. That was nice. I I, I got to tell you, it's very melodic. Very it, melodic. Very it's melodic. it's it's just to that point where it doesn't have to beat the shit out of you, in order to in order to get you the the, the flow of the of what passion he's trying to bring out in the music. You know what's funny? I've always liked playing lead for some reason because
1: like lead, it's like the soul of um what you call it. It's, it's like the soul of the guitars because when you play lead. It's like, it, it, it's so easy, but it's hard at the same time because that man did a lot of sweet picking, and sweet picking is not easy, I'm telling you. As a guitarist myself, it's not easy.
0: Well, uh, I, I got to tell you, though, that even though he does have the ALS and he does not have the ability to actually use his arms and his voice to be able to make the music through modern technology, he is actually making music through a computer. So he is still, he's still generating a, a, a sound, it's just not the way we would probably want to see, be able to hear it at that point. So I give Jason a lot of credit. He's still working on music right now, even though he is restricted to the wheelchair and doesn't have the full capabilities of doing everything. But I got to tell you, for that part of his career, fucking genius.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, he, his riffs alone, man, that was just amazing. Like, it, you, you don't you don't hear stuff like that no more. You really don't. Like, it's just. It's just, you know, just straight to the point. But, I mean, it's good, though. I mean, I, I, I like it. I like I No, I love it, actually. You know, well, but sadly, I can't play like that, though. But
0: I'm just saying. But, you, you know. know, what's funny is, is that our next guitarist is one of your favorites from mm-hmm. a band that you absolutely enjoy. hmm And that would be John Petrucci from Dream Theater. Dream Theater. Yes. And yes. he is another one of the artists that I keep mentioning this G3 tour. And if this G three tour ever does hit the tri-state area, I think I'm gonna buy tickets for it because a lot of the guitarists that are on this list do play that G three tour, and John Petrucci has a fucking amazing talent. Now, Dream Theater is not one of those kick in the balls type metal bands. No, no, they're not. They're not. They're, they're more. They're more of like sit down, easy listening. You know. And here they are, Dream Theater. John Perducci on the guitars, Our New World. That was Dream Theater. I gotta tell you, when he hit that shred part, I almost fell apart.
1: Yeah, man, it, it's, it's I'm telling you, it's always that um, the sweet picking. I'm telling you, the sweet the sweet picking catches you, man. Like, but it's it's like one of the hardest techniques to actually do in guitar playing, man. That's like really, really hard. That's something you gotta like be perfect with, and you fuck up on that one, it's gonna sound it's
0: gonna sound uh, very jumbly. Well, our next artist totally defies. Everything what we just talked about. That's Mm -hmm. all I have to say about him. Uh, This this next video is about oh yeah two and a half it's two and a half minutes of of crush. That's all I got to say.
1: My other favorite guitarist, very eccentric, and also he also replaced Slash in um in Guns N' Roses, if I'm not mistaken.
0: For four years until the band got back together. Yep. 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 And has a very eclectic uh, arrangement of headwear. I must say. Yeah. It's not always KFC. And it just so happens to be Buckethead, yep. Who again is like a one-man band because he plays a lot of things off a of synthesizer, yeah. For one, and then two, and has, and has a kill switch on his guitar. And I, I got to tell you, I, I, I've watched quite a few of these. Um, this video, I'm really not particular to, but the music is what's the point? And this is Buckethead doing spokes for the Wheel of Torment. Well, interesting, I might say, uh, mm, I you know, I, I like Buckethead, but I'm I just, that was real weird. And my co-host doesn't have his mic on yet, so we have to work on that. <laughs> he totally just blanked out. No, Mike, no, Mike. That was Buckethead. That was Spokes so- for the Wheel of Torment. Sorry about that, bro. Sorry about that. I,
1: my damn phone got it. Got a, uh, all of a sudden, I went on my mind, the messengers is going crazy on my phone. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on.
0: It always I, happens every once in a while on our show. You never know.
1: Yeah, I was getting a call just now and I, I was trying to answer, but apparently, you know, the damn,
0: anyway. Uh, Well, this next artist, okay. This one here is video wise and band wise, definitely a huge throwback. Uh, unfortunately, our show doesn't air on Tuesday on uh, Thursdays. But this next artist, Michael Angelo Beto, mm-hmm. is he played in a band called Nitro way back when. This is where hair metal and a very, very awesome particular show that used to air on MTV, Headbangers, Headbangers Ball. Ball. Yes, uh, he was a f- this. This band was quite frequented on Headbangers Ball back in God knows when, because I'm old and I probably don't remember when the years were anyway. He played in a band called Nitro, and he was one of the original guitarists to not play on a single neck guitar, not just a double neck guitar, but he went up into the ranges of a third and fourth neck guitar, which was just, I guess for those days compared to now obscenity was the, the big thing. I, I have to tell you, you get to see it in this video, and Karasu, we talked about this right before the show started, Yep. that me. this was the guitar of interest that you wanted to see. Yes. Well, it is in this video. Michael, impress the boy all you can. This is Nitro doing Freight Train. <laughs>
1: interesting but you know what but you know what though i I, you know i kind of got a little skeptic at one right at one point because i'm like you know what i want to actually see a video of somebody actually playing that because remember that's just a music video but i want to see if somebody actually playing that
0: well there, there is actual video of him playing that particular guitar on youtube I'm gonna I'm gonna find that video because that shit I mean that shit's amazing I mean the only time I ever see
1: something like that was when um like I said when Tenacious D was playing it was playing um Master Blaster when um when he had the two Lays guitar yeah that was the only time I ever see some shit like that but other than that that was a that was a fucking sick ass solo just shredding the shit out of that damn
0: thing and he plays it both he plays it ambidextrously which is awesome because not very many guitarists even it back even now cannot even do that. They're basically set for one one part of using their body, and he was playing it backwards and forwards. They probably could have played it behind his head. I, yeah. I don't know, but that was just insane. This next one, it's not a very, very long clip, and the reason why I didn't play it as a real long clip is it's Van Halen. It is Eddie Van Halen, mm-hmm. and a lot of the the, a lot of the van halen songs you can play as like a rock or a hair metal from back in that time period but this one here is probably one of his most prolific shredded uh solos that i've ever heard Mm -hmm. and again it's only a minute 43 but it is Eddie van halen with the band van halen doing eruption eruption
1: A lot of tapping bro A lot of tapping
0: Now usually now usually, if you're listening to that Van Halen album That really usually runs as a duo With Eruption And then you really got me I, I felt that just Eruption Alone needed just to be the only Part where Eddie Van Halen's talent is Is aired That That's the particular spot that you just really want to touch on Exactly So the next one the second to last on this list for the part one edition of shred guitarists is a student of Marty Friedman. He is a student of Joe Satriani, and it just so happens to be Mr. Steve Vai. Any comments? Steve
1: Vai, another good, another great, good guitarist. Actually, he was in the movie Crossroads as when Ralph Macchio um had to go against him. You know, he, he was in the head-cutting competition, and he lost, of course, but um, he was a great, he is amazing, and his guitar, I like his guitar, too, he got a little handle on it, but Steve Vai, man,
0: amazing, amazing. Well, here he is doing Bad Horsey. <laughs>
1: You know what's crazy? Why? What? You know. You know what's crazy? The intro to this song, he played the same intro when he when he went to when he went against Ralph Machio. Like when he went to challenge him, that shit is crazy. And it's funny because, well, of course now I see why they call it bad horsey because majority of the Tremelo, well, the Whammy bar slash Tremelo, he's using it, it, may, it makes it sound like a horse. And I've he's not the only person I've, I've heard do that. One of the guys from Arch Enemy did that same thing too on um on Nemesis and. I'm going to tell you, man, that shit is not that easy to do. Like with me, I well, if you have a Floyd Rose tremolo on the guitar, you can actually do that. But on a regular guitar, it's going to be kind of hard. But I mean, there's a the tricks and traits to everything when it comes to guitars, man. But like that right there, Steve Vai, like, I've always liked him, man. Like, he's a very good guitarist and
0: facial expressions are fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, I will tell you, though, that we are at that time of the show where we're going to end off part one. Uh, and we are going to end it out with a really, really great Swedish guitarist. Uh, Karasu, I'll let you let, lead this one out. We'll play the track, and then we'll catch everybody here next week on MileHighRadio.com. Yes, sir. Um, Angry Malmstein. Um
1: Great guitarist, great sweet picker. Um, even though basically he sounds American, but he's amazing. Um, basically, he was in also in the band. I forgot what the name of the band was he was in. But, uh, yeah, so... Like I was saying, he's his song that he's about to play is um Far Beyond the What is it again, bro? It is called Far Beyond the Sun. Far Beyond the Sun. And the man this man right here, I'm telling you, man, like I i not mistaken, I know his he messed up his left hand years ago, but he still kept playing and playing and playing. The man is a fucking amazing um guitarist, man. He plays a fender stratocaster. His own custom made Stratocaster, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken. But you got um
0: Yngwie Malmsteen, Far Beyond the Sun. And we catch Gold you them, all live next week here on milehighradio.com. Metal!